<clears throat> what do you want to do tonight? You want to do the uh, first? First, I want to tell a story. With this about going? About Facebook. With it going? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. I waited. Oh, all right. <laughs> so there, Wait, there. hold on. Aren't we supposed to start with Caleb talking about work? Yeah, oh, work. maybe. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Well, Facebook story. I was at work, and I there was a post on Facebook. This guy posted this meme of these three guys with their shirts off. The one burly, muscular guy was elk hunter under him. And then the other guy was mule deer hunter, and he was burly and muscular looking. And then the third guy was pot-bellied and out of shape and fat, and he was whitetail hunter. And I thought, oh, that's pretty neat. And then I, I thought, oh, it'd be funny if I commented Biden hunter and then post a picture of Hunter Biden with his underwear and red scarf on. I haven't seen that picture. I don't. You haven't? No. <clears throat> You just Google it. Nope. It's, it's kind of hard to get to, but they don't offer it right away. But so did you download like a Photoshop editing tool and you made your own May May? No, I just no. downloaded the photo off the internet and then posted it in the comment with under and then commented Biden Hunter. And then it got flagged for for whatever sexual exploitation of adults or something like that. Uh, Kids is okay though. Well, and I'm thinking the trashy women that come through on Facebook that are wearing less than he was wearing. Yeah. But they never get flagged. Anyhow. He's a political figure. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot speak ill of the royalty. Yeah. So I disagreed. And I don't know what happens. Oh, so you filed the... Yeah. You want to... What did they say? You want to... I just disagree. Resist this or disagree with our claim? Yes, because there's other material just That's like worse. this. Or worse. Or Far worse. Yeah. Well, they didn't give you that. Well, I started a, a face, I started a Facebook account. Uh, a personal one. So I could make a page for my Substack. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't remember how Facebook works. So I'm trying to... So I did it. Just uh, two days ago. And within a half hour of me making my Facebook account, I got flagged and they um, shut it down. Really? Yeah. What'd you put and on? And I said, would... <laughs> you know, right? No. no. <laughs> and I did the contest. I contested their claim. I was like, this is awesome. I'm already in trouble and I haven't even posted a single thing hmm. except my, some of my information, but not all my information because they don't, I mean, they can get it if they want. It's easy enough. But yeah, within a half hour, I was flagged as um, hmm. breaking the community guidelines. Hmm. And so I clicked the contest button and went through some stuff. But they didn't say what you broke? Mm-mm. No. Or at least I didn't see it. I mean, huh. I, I'm new to this. So I don't know if it was hidden hmm. somewhere on the page, but so I just broke community guidelines. Facebook litigation. And I can either accept it and have my page shut down or contest it. What did you... Oh, I contested it. Did you put any pictures or anything up there? No, no. Did you put any words up there? Uh, well, I made well my name and every my name. Oh, yeah. Your and reputation then, precedes you. And, yeah, I know, right? No. <laughs> and then I went to create uh, a page, like an author page or whatever they are, uh-huh. for my Substack. And then while I was doing that, I got flagged on my account. It's like my goodness. Huh. I didn't think it would be that fast. <laughs> I didn't even say I didn't even say his name yet. Man, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Huh. So we'll see if I get my account revoked or shut down or whatever. That's crazy. Facebook. Facebook. What? But on Twitter, I also started a Twitter account 
Um, and I get more of those, they're probably spam accounts. They're all the scantily clad women who want mm. to follow me. You mm-hmm. know? And you're like, I don't think you're a real person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then you just uh, remove them from following you or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're all over the place. Those yeah. And pictures. Yeah. Doesn't, I don't understand. We're getting, this has oh. nothing to do with our topic tonight, but those fake accounts, is there actually somebody behind them? Or is it like an algorithm that somebody created to make spam accounts with scantily clad women? They talk about bots, but I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't and, understand. And what do they get? What's the for upshot? Following it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's that Nigerian prince guy. That... Oh, I was thinking of the Indian guy who says, "Show me your bobs." I don't know that. Oh, <laughs> you've never ran into him, huh? No. The, are you following the? Uh... Ugandan president. That was pretty funny. Didn't you see I sent it? In the yeah, back? that's what I said. You said so. It's, no, I, I said, "Are you following him?" No, because you said the thing. It was great. Yeah, you just laughing at him. <laughs> I didn't open it. Oh, it was a whole five seconds. I don't have five seconds. I'm busy. You are. I know. <laughs> Hence the Biden hunter may make <laughs> priorities. Uh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, I say we do. I am legend first. And... All right. There you go. You just and then next spoiler. week. Spoiler. Next week, we'll really hammer the. We'll get in our brawl. With... <laughs> you can't really brawl if we all agree. I mean, you're assuming an awful lot. Unless for the sake. Well, I know what kind of movies and books you've read, <laughs> seen and read. I might be converted. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, so, I guess I'll I'll talk about it since this was a, a listener requested one. Request, you okay? Yeah, it's hot. The cup? The cup, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad the tea is hot. Ooh. You don't want cold tea in this weather. Right. <clears throat> lemon, cold lemon ginger? No, that would, that would do it. Unless it's a kombucha. But, ah, oh, that sounds delicious. There's some out in the fridge, Roman. <clears throat> I had a cold tea from Evolve in town here today. Evolve? Evolve. That sounds like Why it. would you go That's there? Like it was A-B-W-C. delicious. You really are. <clears throat> What's happening to it you? It was delicious. My <laughs> daughter works there now, so. Oh. Oh. And she brought me a free tea. Which daughter? Which daughter, Hannah? Abby. Abby. Oh, she's not at the other one? No. Oh. No, she started at Evolve. You have to tell us that story. Maybe. She started, Unless there's not much of a story to it. That's about it. Just job. Was it good? It was. Very good. Have you ever had a Lotus? Yeah, you bought me one. It yeah. was called Swamp Water. It's like that. It's like that, but it's much healthier. There's not much sugar in it, and it's full of vitamins. And huh. Or so they say. Not, can't you tell I drank it today? Yeah, look, yeah, at your, look at your hair. Your hair looks so much... You're spunky. More alive. Are you ready to rumble? I am. I power napped before I came over. I was thinking about it, but I had to get the table set up to be hospitable to you guys. We need someone else to host so I don't have to spend 15 minutes doing this. Summertime, deck. No, I didn't think people liked the deck. Oh, that doesn't matter. We do this for us, not our listeners. That's that's really not going to help this thing grow. (laughs) We do need to all get headsets and our own microphones, and I think that would help. Sounds like... In your spare room in the basement, we should build a studio. How do you put a splitter on this so we can all have our own? I'm microphone? sure you can do like a USB split. Is this a USB mic or is it? Yeah, a, is it, yeah, you could probably just do USB splitter. Hmm. Have I'd like just a hub. Okay. 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 Let's try it. And you should have our own one of these. Right, sitting out on my deck with those on. I'd, we'd all have to hold it. Feel like a little silly. Well, the, I guess you can have a headset with a microphone. Yeah, yeah they all all the top podcasters have that. 
Right. No, right. actually, they have they them on the have, stand. They, they have yeah. a headset in the stand. Oh. Yeah, stand mic. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We don't need the headset. What is no, that? No, we don't need a headset. Yeah. What is the headset for? Just so you can hear your own voice. Why would you want to do that? Oh. Well, have so you, you, have you, you heard sing? your own voice? Well, do you ever do this when you're singing? No. Uh, like so you can hear how you sing. Yeah. No, I don't want to know. I don't like idea. Yeah, I don't. Mm. <laughs> I don't like hearing my own voice. It's like in seminary, they're like, on occasion, you should listen to your some of your sermons. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I trust my congregation. If I'm doing something wrong, they'll tell me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why I have Greg. That's why Greg's there. I got a thorn in the side. I got a list. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I am Legend from 2007 with Bill. That's what we have to call him that. With Bill Smith. Oh. <laughs> it was a, a movie based on a novella by Richard Matheson. Did you guys get to read it? No. I have it. Way different. On my reservation. Oh, Then we won't talk about it. If you're going to listen to it. Yeah, all this stuff I was reading online, it sounds like it's took a lot of liberties. It took the general premise and then ran in a different direction. But the first time this movie was made, it was with Vincent Price. You guys seen that one? Black no. and White, The Last Man on Earth? Nope. Much more faithful to the book. book. And then The Omega Man with Charlton Heston. I saw that in the... The little I was reading online about oh, okay. it. I and then this is the, seen the Omega Man. This is the third adaptation of it. So it's an enduring novel, at least, or novella. It's pretty short. I think it's only like a four-hour listen if you wanted to listen to it. Hmm. Not too long. When did it? When, when did he write it? Fifty-four. Yeah, and I was in mid fifties. And the okay. first first adaptation film came out like fifty-nine. Okay. And then the seventies, and then the two thousands. But anyway, uh, Last Man on Earth, virus goes around, gets everybody, um, except for him. He's immune to the airborne and to the bite. And it creates, well, it, it creates, what do you, I don't know, what are they? Dark Seekers? Yeah, but what's that? A zombie <laughs> monster, vampire, fast runny thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Really bad CGI. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. They're all like, they look like a claymation, clay, right. mushy clay. It just even watching it, <clears throat> sorry, keep giving the background. Oh, and he's he's one of the scientists behind behind the development of um, the cure. Well, wasn't he part of the? So the virus was man-made. It was, measles, yeah, because it was intended to cure cancer. And I wrote down, I was like, this sounds really familiar. Mm, right, <laughs> and it was. And it, it turned against them and it spread through the virus, and nothing could stop it. Not even masks or quarantine could stop it masks didn't work no they didn't not even cloth ones huh. and uh he felt like it was his responsibility then to reverse it and mm-hmm. to find the cure to the disease they created so it's kind of a actually now it's kind of like a cliche storyline you think of other zombie movies like world war z or resident evil you know just that's yeah. kind of commonplace man-made genetic alterations you end up making zombies, and then somebody has to figure out how to stop them. And the same thing here. And then the best part is Sam. Oh, yeah, it's great. But I don't know. Should I say anything more? I mean... No, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. And that's where the movie... That's the storyline of the movie. He's seeking to find a cure. And he has to capture some of these dark seekers uh, to test his vaccines on them. Or... Cures, or whatever he wants to call them. We'll call it a vaccine. A vaccine? Is that what they did? I don't know. I don't remember. Just sounds like, yeah, that sounds about I'm right. I'm sure he had Pfizer's approval. <clears throat> Red flag. <light. We're> 
So yeah, there there it is. Um, I know I've read a few things by Richard Matheson, and um, his his little novella. I am Legend is pretty good, but is have you guys seen What Dreams May Come? That movie. Oh yeah, that's Robin the, Williams is yeah, in. Yeah, Robin Williams and Cuban Good, the the Cuba Picture of Heaven or something. It's the a, Afterlife. It's a really bad book. Yeah. The movie's interesting mm-hmm. to talk about, to watch and you know talk about, but the book is. I wouldn't recommend anybody necessarily read it. It's more of a existential philosophy of universalism, and it's just atrocious. Yeah. Because I remember watching the movie, and then I was like, oh, I should read the book. And I read it, and I, I wasn't going to quit. It was that bad. Hmm. Not like grotesque or whatever, <clears throat> but just the thought and the worldview of the book. I was kind of fed up with it. <laughs> but, but anyway, Richard Matheson isn't a Christian, or wasn't. I think he's dead now. So anyway, that's him. And here we are talking about I Am Legend from 2007 with Bill Smith. Why are we calling him Bill Smith? Oh. Is that his name now? I don't know. Just in high school, I've always called him Bill. Oh. <laughs> Thought maybe he changed his name after he slapped that guy. Chris Rock? Yeah, Chris Rock. No. Nope. I don't think he changed his name. He's kind of like a trademark now. If Will Smith is in your movie, it will sell. It's mm. kind of like a thing. Well, it was. <clears throat> was until people no longer respect him. But did he get canceled? Him. I don't know. Well, he was supposed to do the I Am Legend 2 and the last I saw, he got fired or he quit. No, oh, I yeah, I just saw like I a, am Legend two without Will Bill Smith. Yeah. Something was posted a week ago or two weeks ago from on IMDb that it was in production or pre production, and he's in it. So oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Who knows? I mean, we'll find out. Yep. But the ending of the movie makes it hard for me to be in it, unless they go with the alternate. That's what I read. Is they went yeah. with the alternate. That's Maybe he's also immune to grenades. Right. <laughs> he, ducked. Alert. he ducked yep well yep. I did we own this movie because when it came out I would read the book and then and my wife read the book and we were like oh cool an adaptation of this novella so we went to go see it and we're like that was way different but we liked it we liked Bill but now watching it today so from 2007 to 2023 it's like I just don't have any respect for the man Hmm. So watching the movie, I was just like, I don't care. I hope he dies. <laughs> just because I know actors should keep their personal lives private. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just have no respect for Will Smith anymore. What if he had told Chris Rock, hey, Chris Rock, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! Oh, no, if a man... No. <laughs> I mean, comedy is different, but if a man insults your wife, oh, you need to say something yeah. or do something... But in, in a comedy setting, I mean, I don't know. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about his his marriage. Yeah, his marriage. His open is, marriage. Yeah. And his wife sleeping around on him. And it's just a mess. Yeah. And his kids. Isn't one of them transgender or something? Oh. I don't know. It's just a mess. And all of it's very public. It's like, I don't want to know. So you can't separate Bill Smith from Robert no. Cause No. Because he is who he is. Right. And... Uh, so when I see him on the screen, I think of him as a real person. <coughs> Excuse me. So you only like movies where <coughs> actors are virtuous Christians and their life's all in order. No, where I don't know anything about them. Oh. Like like we've talked about Daniel Day Lewis. <coughs> I have no hmm. idea about his politics. I don't I don't want to know. 
and he's a great actor, and I'll watch a movie with him in it. Mm-hmm. What or, if they're... or like Tom Hanks. I don't want to know. Somebody's like, hey, you should watch this video with Tom Hanks talking about masks. No, I shouldn't. Right. <laughs> I don't want to know. What if you find out that you agree with their private life? Like, um... Oh, then I'll buy the DVD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so the, the private life of the artist can influence the art. That taints it yeah. for you. Well, yeah. yeah. I just... Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And as I, and with Will Smith, as I watch movies with him in it, he really is just the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's very, emo- he's very, yes, yeah, so this was iRobot with zombies. Yeah. And uh, he's very emotive, right? And he knows how to capture the audience. He's very charismatic, but it never changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His body language, his cadence of voice, everything's just the same in each role. That makes you really appreciate and respect actors like Daniel Day-Lewis. Or Gary Oldman. You know, you're like, Gary Oldman's in some movies, and at the end of the movie, you're seeing his credits roll by, and you're like, that was Gary Oldman? Yeah. Like, I just had no idea. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, right. Because watching Parks and Rec, we're working our way through that yes. masterpiece. Yes. And seeing Chris Pratt in that... Suddenly, it's like that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That, psh, yeah. That's the same character. Although one one character that I could watch in the same role in every movie is Denzel. Love the movie. Mm. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Was he an I Am a Legend? I'm just good with Denzel. No. Oh, okay. There wasn't very many people in I Am a Legend. No. Why is it? Just what, what's it, where's the title come from? Why is it? Can somebody explain that? Oh, because he'd be uh, well, at least in the book. Do you want me to talk about it? We're not reviewing the book. Well, that's where it comes from. Well, he even says it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, He, this is his, what does the lady say? When she comes to the gates and there's the voiceover, that this is his legend. In the book, it's different. How he becomes a legend, but I don't want to spoil it if you're going to, it's free on YouTube. If you want to listen to it. Oh, the book. While you're working. Mm. Anyway. Huh. It's kind of like a legacy. In the movie, at least. His mm. legacy is, is the blood cure. From what I read, eh, I'm just going to talk about it. Yeah. In the book, he becomes... The book you haven't read. He becomes a legend in the eyes of right. the people, it turns out, he was persecuting the vampiric They are vampires in the people. book. Yeah. And he's a legend in their eyes. He's right. like a vampire to them yes. because he yep. was attacking and killing them. Right. So he the is, vampires... He is their legend. So he's their boogeyman in the book. Oh, okay. And that's one of the... He's their John Wick. Issues. Ah, uh, okay. I guess. I don't know. That's one of the... Mm, not issues. The thing I saw, what's up with this apocalyptic dystopian... It flips everything on its head where the vampiric masses are suddenly the victims and the guy made in God's image, trying to write things, becomes the evil I am legend. The in evil the book legend. or in the movie? In the book. Oh, okay. Eh, kind of in the movie. The alternate ending, certainly. Yes, in the alternate ending. Oh, yeah. I, I, could, you, I guess you could see that. He was the monster at right. the end of the movie <clears throat> with the alternate ending. Right? But even in this movie... You know, the bad guys are the people who tried to cure cancer. Well, I think, Greg, it just goes to show the postmodern notion that majority rule creates 
uh, ethics. Because he was outnumbered by yeah. the, the He became guys. the monster, right. Or at least at, a, at some sort of level, if 70% of the population says that pedophilia is acceptable, the monsters are the ones who say no. Mm-hmm. Right? In, in the postmodern mind, where the three of us would gladly be the monster then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I will, I, will, I will actually burn for that one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a no-no. And I think that's what's behind a lot of this uh-huh. it's dystopian, a world apocalyptic viewpoint that virtuous men destroy the world. We end up destroying the world. Mm. Oh, okay. I'm so, I I was thinking you were saying that Robert Neville, like, is the victim, and I don't. I guess I didn't see that in the movie. I haven't read much on the book though. But you're saying like the, trying to find cure, cure cancer. Yeah. They're the bad. The the movie portrays. Mankind, oh, we yeah. found this cure for cancer. It cures everybody, and then it goes bad and wipes everything out. And that's just a picture of man as a blight on the earth. Oh, in my eyes, this is what the movie is saying. Well, we are. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And there's you too are. many of us. Maybe and you need to eat bugs and drive an electric vehicle. Yeah. Look how well the earth operates. When it's depopulated and there's only a few people left on Earth. He did the math. And it was like 12 million that could be alive still. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the virus killed a vast majority of the people. The majority of the population died. And then some of them turned into these zombie-type things. Right. You would still think that there would have been more people in New York City than one if there was 12 million people that were just, infected. Just yeah. by probability. Mm-hmm. But they might have gotten turned. And re- Remember, oh, they right. evacuated all the clean people. Yeah, and, it, and if you got yeah. bit, and people could breathe it in. Oh, I guess people who weren't. No, they're, you're right. Yeah. They're immune to Yeah, they're immune to both. So Yeah. Statistically, there could be somebody, but... Um, and what... Like, oh, God. What, what faith do we have in the expert's tests when he's trying to get his wife oh, and daughter goodness. off? Yeah. And she tests negative, or she tests positive. So right. they say, you have to stay. Test her again. Yeah. So they test her again, and she's okay. Oh, and did you notice all that white privilege in that scene? Oh, no. Because there wasn't any. It was all black people. It was all black people. I don't see color. Yeah, that was black privilege. And I wrote in my notes, did she just take a COVID test? Positive, (laughs) negative, like, positive. What is it? Yeah. 30 seconds later, negative. Yeah. And, uh. And then my, I was watching it with my wife. She's like, don't they need to recheck everybody? <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I said, no, no, no. This is black, black privilege. <laughs> Just yeah. her. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's military privilege. And I was like, same. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still just a... Someone's getting privilege. Yeah. It was interesting when they... I mean, they made a point of when he's getting his wife and daughter in the helicopter. They made a point. In all this frenzy, the race against time, they took a moment to pray. Mm-hmm. So that was well. Amazing. His wife and daughter did, and said amen. Yeah. And he did not say amen. No, oh. in his head, I think he was praying in his heart. No, well, even even when that lady comes with Ethan, what's her name? I don't remember. And she's talking about God, and he's like, "There is no God." Yeah, yeah. you know, he's just complete. He's complete science. He's yeah. Fauci. I am science. Yeah. That's that's his whole worldview in this apocalypse. I am the yeah. science. You don't think he got to that point after three years? No. Well, at least if I was writing the story, him not saying amen would be the clue to you as the reader yeah. that this guy's not on board with faith. 
Yeah, I think that's true because even in movies, as clumsy as man is, even in movies, things don't happen by chance. They're not in there by chance. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. I guess I didn't notice that. No, I didn't either. Oh, that's great. Well, you guys need to notice things. I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> it was about that point I stopped taking notes because it's like, I, yeah. I'm just a bad note taker while I'm watching movies. Because then I, I literally have to just pause it and yeah. write notes. Yeah. Hit play. There's no cadence. There's no like rhythm. It's just like. You know what? I was listening to Rich Lusk's Got a Minute today. Uh-huh. And he specifically said on there, in our podcast, we just come off the cuff. We don't come with notes. He said. Well, if Rich Lusk is doing it. <laughs> Actually, I was texting a fellow from the church today, and we both listened to it as well. And I said, hey, I wrote an article for the Hammer and Pen this morning for Sunday when it comes out. And I was like, hey, Rich Lusk just stole my article. And then this other guy text messaged me back, and he said, whatever, you're just plagiarizing. And I said, no, okay, fine. I'm the footnote. He's the main text, right? Just go ahead and listen to Lusk. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was a good podcast. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I got us off track. But notes. to emphasize, we don't need notes. Because it would have been nice we... for him to have notes in that one, though. Because he even did say, when they got on the topic of head coverings, well, I wish I would have had something prepared for this. Oh, I didn't. I didn't Which means that. I didn't take note of that. Well, let me let me translate. I didn't take note. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Let me translate. I wish I would have some notes for this. That's what he was. Uh, you're isogeting that podcast. You're so, bringing... like for our next episode that you want to talk about, I wish I had some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was better prepared, like two weeks in advance. Yeah, it's. Well, so you got a week. Back to the, I do have a week. So back to the movie, when Sam, the long coat German Shepherd, beautiful dog, mm-hmm. great, I love that dog. When Sam runs into the dark, would you go after Sam? No. Well, I didn't say Patch. No. I, <laughs> no. I actually wow. wrote that down. Would Caleb go for Sam? Yes or no? How about Patch? <laughs> no to no to both. Well, I don't know. He was his only companion. That yeah. I, that, that probably kept sanity. Yeah, because you see the longing for human relationship or just companionship. Yeah, and you realize that's his only connection to his wife and daughter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sentimentality is pretty strong. And I can't imagine three years, almost, with no other human. He put up mannequins. Yeah, yeah. That was, and that's what I mean. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine no. being to the point. Where he was nervous to approach this mannequin in the video store to say hi. I like that he approached the, the lady who he's supposed to act out in, like, the adult section. Like, <laughs> it's like, why is she in the porn? It's so weird. Yeah. And I guess I thought it was funny. Yeah. Not that I liked it. Yeah. Let me clarify. Yeah. Yeah. It was humorous. I understood. Okay, thanks. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, I, I said no too quickly. I would, I would have to think twice. <laughs> probably not probably not <laughs> dumb dog yeah well the thing I don't uh, with the Sam scene so when he's running because he how do, how do they notice him who when he's in the dark and he's getting the dog and the dark seekers chase him how do I forget how they notice him he's under he's the shot he's that one under the oh yeah table and yeah that's Sam right is. and he shoots at one and they all start chasing him yeah. and Sam runs out the wall 
because there's a hole in the wall with light fit for a dog. He can't fit through it. Oh. But then he runs on the same floor and he jumps out the window. Yeah. And it's second floor. Yeah. Or third floor. So how did where did the dog go? Did the yeah. dog just leap down thirty feet and I don't know. Dogs can I, I will say I had both of our dogs when I was building my deck fell off the deck. They yeah. fell off the deck and <laughs> both seemed like they were fine. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the punctured lung that healed over. Right. Or there was no change at least. No change, right. But anyway, Sam is a good dog. My wife does not like our dog right now for various reasons, but she fell in love with Sam. Oh, so you, she need, would, you need a German Shepherd. We, no. You need a German Shepherd that you pay thousands of dollars to train. No, yeah, well, Sam's a good dog. I mean, that movie, those scenes knew how to tug on American heartstrings right. when it comes to a dog. They were probably all really excited that it was a dog and not his kid. Oh, yeah. Yes, the dog. Oh, oh, that would have been a twist if it was his only child. Yeah, but nobody would and, have cared. And the, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Oh. Well, and the scene Same. with him in the in the, in the the lab and he's choking, choking the dog out. It's right. Like, you're in a lab. Can you just, like, euthanize the thing? Right. You got these shots that you stick in the leg and in half a second the monster wakes up. Like, don't you have anything equally quick to put something down? Yeah, right. But... But no, yeah, in it, that scene, it would have been something if it was as a child. It's in the script. They have to choke him out. Huh? Her. Sam is a girl. Well, oh, in that scene... If it was a child... Oh, yeah, that would have been hard. That would have been horrific. Really. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's an ethical conundrum. Yeah. What would you do? Put her behind the plexiglass. Let her turn, then shoot her? Well, <laughs> you're working on a cure. You figure out a way to put her on the ice. You'd take the the one the dummy that's on the ice and Sedated, put your kid there, yeah. Like you did that lady, mm-hmm. yeah. Which you could have done with Sam and then killed Sam, yeah. But instead, he chokes the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when <clears throat> when Sam gets bit in that fight, mm-hmm. which was cool, cool fight. So the the lead dark seeker guy comes out and he's got the three dogs, and he lets them go. Why didn't he come after them? Like, why didn't he come outside? I don't know. It's still a little too light. I don't know. Well, the I dogs know. were fine. Yeah. I don't know. Sam, he just plot holes. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or. I'm or. Sorry. Go Talking ahead. about plot holes. <laughs> so after he has to kill his dog, he's in a rage and oh, you're kind just of suicide mission. Of, changing scenes. Yeah. Go ahead. Change, suicide mission. Change the scene. <laughs> of killing all these zombies and they get the better of them. And this lady comes and saves him. How did this five foot one petite lady? It was a UV flare. Drag him out of the vehicle. Oh yeah, that was hanging half over the edge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... Well, there was a kid with her. There was a, <laughs> there was a ten year old boy. Right. Yeah. We all know ten year old boys are stronger than their moms. Right. Uh... Yeah. No, you could. I mean, if you watch it. If you watched it too closely, it would yeah, it would yeah. ruin it. Yeah, suspend our disbelief. Yeah, in a couple spots. Mm. And well, yeah, when that scene happened, I was like, "Oh look, a woman comes to save him." Yeah. <laughs> Critical theory. It started way back in two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh look. Who's got more? Who who is more? I mean, there's the black man or the. I mean, she was technically a brown. She woman. was a person of color. She was a POC. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And she saved him. It was interesting. There was no, I mean, it could have. There was no 
sexual dynamics. Oh, right, yeah. That, that's at least good. Yeah. I thought you were going to say there was no white people, and I was going to say, well, there was. <laughs> the person that created the cure for cancer then wiped out the entire world. That white lady, just she tanked us. We thought we were on top. And then, uh, Yeah, that is a good point, though. In the notes afterward, there's the butterfly play in the movie. Did you see that? Yeah, there should have been more of it. I didn't. Because I missed it, it. It was in the back of the car, and she's like, Dad, look, a butterfly. And that's mm-hmm. it. And that's like in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And at the very end of the movie, there's the butterfly again. Yeah, and it, it's a chiasm. But, I mean, how easy would it have been to, like, on the fridge, to have finger paint butterflies from his daughter and have him look at it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But there was just nothing. I thought no. there was one of the signs where it said something about God. Yeah, it said God still loves us. And I think there was a butterfly in the background of that sign. Oh. I paused that. I was trying I didn't to see it. look at all that. Oh, well, maybe Dang. not. You guys saw it, and I didn't. I should retire. And then the lady, <laughs> the lady he captured had a butterfly tattoo on her neck. Yeah. <clears throat> and because su- she had faith. Supposedly, when the guy was shattering the glass, the cracks were in a well, butterfly. That's the butterfly I was talking about oh. at the end. What were you talking about? On her, she got tattooed. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And he smears, whether that was in the alternate, or in, he smears his blood, or whatever, on there in the shape of a butterfly. That might have been the alternate ending. Mm. Well, the butterfly is at least an interesting symbol. Death and rebirth, right? Because the caterpillar actually dies. Mm. So, we have a documentary. You should borrow it. It's great documentary on it's a christian documentary on the chrysalis what the caterpillar turns into in the cocoon and they you know doing imaging scans and stuff like that the whole throughout the whole process and it dies Hmm. and then it comes back to life and everyone's like what and you're like well yeah like of course (laughs) we're christians that makes sense and so the butterfly is actually a pretty interesting symbol for that transition because at the butterfly at the end of the movie in the glass is when he realizes he has the cure for life new life after death hmm. for, for humanity so, so anyway. was the director a Christian? I have no idea and that was was that in the book? no I didn't no. think that didn't seem like something that would be in no. the book no Richard Matheson didn't write anything like that no and I didn't no, know but I'm ready to get that documentary to you yeah that'd be cool the kids love it kids will play it they like that that's great so it has to do with uh Death and resurrection. Yeah, the butterfly. Oh, it doesn't have anything to do with the butterfly <laughs> effect. This is an Ashton Kutcher movie. I don't even know what that is. Oh yeah, the butterfly that effect. That was a movie. crazy movie. Yeah, no, the where it flaps its wings in, in South America. In the other side of the world, there's a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. Oh no. Well, I guess that's not what came to my mind. Is that what? Oh, I don't know. That's what I. The butterfly I mean, flap. It's okay. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> To keep hey, touching hey. your feet. Well, feet, feet curing, curing cancer is not just the flap of a butterfly's wings. That well, in itself is like a hurricane. That's that's highly significant. It was a. It was a. Oh, it was. But the effect of that decimated the whole world. Yeah. But I like the death and resurrection image better. Well, and so can I run with that? Because, or you got something else to say? No. Because she, when the lady comes with a butterfly tattoo on her neck, and she tells. She tells the science that there's a survivor colony because God God told her because she's been listening, which she's praying, right? And uh, did you hear where she said it was? 
What was? The survivor colony. Bethel. Yeah. Bethel, yeah. It's the house of God. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, um, so at the end of the movie, there's new life for the house of God through the blood of a man who sacrifices himself. Mm. Right? So it's mm-hmm. his blood that brings about the cure for a fallen race. And it's brought to the people, the lost people, at the house of God. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if the director knew what he was doing. Mm. Or if he's like, what would be a good name for a survivor colony? Bethel. And he right, just picked yeah. it out of a hat. But, yeah. but the, I mean, no, that's, that's clearly... Yeah. And as they're panning up, well, not, there is a church building was in, there? within mm-hmm. the colony. Okay. Yeah. I wondered about that. Yeah, but that's like, oh, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I'm glad I own the movie now because <laughs> at least we get to talk about the last scene. So Will, Bill Smith was the Christ figure? Robert Neville. <laughs> Robert Neville. I suppose. Because in, in a sense, he refused, I mean, he kind of came down into New York in a sense. He had a chance to leave, but he gave up all that to stay in New York because mm-hmm. he felt he wanted to save the world, basically. Yeah, ground zero. It's his responsibility to save yeah. man. Yeah. And that's what he's going to do. And he did. Yep. And he was, but he had he to, was sinless. He did it. And the only way he could do it was through his blood and the giving of his life. Mm-hmm. And Neville means son of the father. Does it? Maybe no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, what language is that? Because that doesn't ring a bell. Hey, I'm thinking of Aaron Neville and those Christmas but, songs. But you can also think like, so where does he go? The last night of his life, where's Robert Neville descend? Into the lab. Into the lab. (laughs) That's right. Into the pit. And he starts singing the monster mash. (laughs) Yeah, into the pit. He's surrounded by monsters and fire and fiends. And it's in that place that he gives up himself to save others. Mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting that Jesus went to hell, because I think that's wrong. But a lot of people think it's right. Yeah. But the imagery is there. He goes down Mm -hmm. and suffers wrath. You're thinking something. I'm thinking something we'll talk about off, which off record. But we're, we're we're also talking about like plot holes. You know, you tell them like get to the lab. You're like really, the one place you can't escape. <laughs> why would you go down there? You don't even have a gun to defend your like. So why did the director have them go down into the lab to get behind that glass? I would guess, but yeah, no. And, and yeah, he knew they got the little thing down below. Yeah, he's going down. There's fire. There's demons. Cage. Yeah. 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 What was the significance of the, I don't know how to pronounce it, the arched triumph? Oh, outside of his front door? That he blew up. Yeah. Well, the car bombs that he rigged? Yeah. Man, that would take forever. Yeah. I guess he had a thousand and. He had, he had, he had some time to do it. He had a thousand and one days. He was probably pretty bored. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just figured it's probably a, a, it's a significant a popular, monument. Yeah. A popular monument mm-hmm. in New York City. People can recognize it? Is that what you're thinking? Well, I don't know. In in Rome, uh, after you won a great battle or something, that's what they'd march through, correct? I suppose so. I don't know. Hmm. Is that his victory? I don't know, because it was there all throughout the movie. They should have filmed the woman and the boy coming out of the ashes to walk through it. Yeah. Maybe they won the second one. Oh, that's right. When they yeah. put the, well, he'll be with them. He will be with them in the alternate ending. Oh, right. Because they have to. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. To make the alternate ending canon now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like it's like, it's like bringing in the Gospel of Thomas and saying this is what really happened. Like, <laughs> but maybe <laughs> maybe they'll, uh, they're going to have to do the alternate ending or will he just literally be like, I died and I'm back. You Phoenix. can't. You're holding a frag grenade. Like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> right, Doc Brown. I hit 88 miles an hour. I don't know. No, they said they were going to use the alternate ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what did you guys think about um, when Robert said, God didn't do this, we did it? Well, that's not true. Um, Look, I can see that that debates in the Christian church, what, for the last 500 years? Or more. Or more. 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 Uh, I think it's... Uh, it's been more front page news for the last 500 years but yeah the that debate between man's responsibility and god's sovereignty yeah because if a man finds his marriage and family in shambles he can't say god did this right yeah there's still responsibility on yeah. man's part both yeah yeah, yeah. so that, i was that's what i was going with they're both right yeah yeah God is active in it. Man's responsible in, for it. In the virus going south, but the virus was, or whatever you call it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would see, yeah. And I guess uh, if we saw that happen in society today, we'd be like, oh, well, we kind of deserved it. Right. That's what, that's what I was saying. <laughs> what was going on in 2007? Well, yeah, it's 2007. Yeah. Well, they probably created that cure for cancer piggybacking off of aborted fetal cells. You know, like. Right. There's some. Oh yeah, we kind of deserve that because we built it on our idolatry. Yeah, probably that's quite a leap. You don't know that. No, I, no, I'm just yeah. You're right. I don't. I don't know that. But with the Ugandan president, he would just be <laughs> No, he would just. The laugh. Uganda would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I think coming out of his mouth, it was words of rebellion. Yes. Right. Coming out of her mouth, it would be repentance. God didn't do this. We did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're not going to hold God responsible for the evils of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting his change in the movie because he has no hope. You know, there is no light after darkness for him until he meets a woman and a child, mm-hmm. and then there's light after darkness again. And this is where we could just, yeah, get married and have a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are. Uh, Wonder how are we going to save America? Get married, and have a kid. <laughs> you know, like, right. Just do your duty as a man. Well, it's interesting that theme in a lot of those like post-apocalyptic movies, like Children of Men, The Road. Children, we should do that. Children of Men, that'd be a good movie. And they book. all have family themes. Right. At the end, that like just brings about just tons of hope. Yeah, the restoration and redemption is found mm-hmm. through a husband and a wife and a child. Yeah, yeah. Not two men and a child, or <laughs> makes you realize that'd be depressing. You're just like, oh, dang it. <laughs> well, they can live eighty years. <laughs> yeah, our society is not far removed from the premise of this movie, with the uh, the family being so despised and torn apart with transgenderism and mm. and just the the it's not prioritized. And the families look down upon, and they, the system, the society tries to tear it apart. 
Nobody appreciates that. So in many ways, our society's nearly as dead as these zombie-type mm. creatures. We, yeah, we're the zombies. Is that everything? Society is. I'm not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, of course the, we're not. The church or, yeah. you know, those faithful in the church are more We're the like, girl with the butterfly tattoo. Or Robert Neville. Or, <laughs> yeah. People striving to save. Yeah, to restore it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Bring it back to life. And I think because things happen so slowly and we're in the water that's getting warmer. So you don't realize what's happening in culture. But when you see how much they despise Christendom, or the, especially the family, as you were mentioning earlier, then you realize, Ooh, we're a vampiric. Certain, I don't know how to yeah. say that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, right. What an awful, self-consuming culture we are. I mean, how Cannibalistic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> I don't know if I mentioned this before, but <coughs> maybe I did. <laughs> Please write in if I mentioned this before, but I'm sure we repeat in order ourselves. in order to sit on the house floor, the House of Representatives, you have to well the men have to wear a, a coat and a tie and no denim. No denim. Otherwise you can't sit in there. The the sergeant of arms will remove you if it gets to that point. I'm okay with that. Huh. But now we have right this session we have two transgender people. One guy has his hair grown out long and mm-hmm. wears a dress. But, but not a both, denim dress. They're both from Missoula, right? Or one's from yeah. Missoula? one's from Missoula. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like, that's okay. All right. Well, we can't say anything. No like, denim, what? but you can be a, change your gender. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. It is. Right. Swallowing and straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. And, it, and it just indicates how far gone we are. Right. right. Yep. Wow. Right. Then, well, you see on billboards around town, you know, save the howl. Have you seen that? Like, reinstate wolves to the endangered species list. Hmm. Oh, right. Like, what about the children we're murdering in our own yeah. town? Right. Like, no, nobody's putting mm-hmm. up on the sign like, save the babies. There is the, there is the one because yeah. we were doing car wash. It's the diamond and the these both. Oh, which one has Boy, more this, value? Yeah, which is one that, has more value? Yeah, mm-hmm. diamond and a baby yeah, and the one. Baby, yeah. When most people, the, most people are saying, well, the diamond. Yeah, the diamond the, can pay my bills. Right. Yeah. The cathedral probably put that one up. Well, good on them. Good Co-belligerents. On them. Right. My wife saw a, uh, on, I think it was Helena Marketplace, an ad. Some lady was running an ad in search of child care, good or bad. Oh, goodness. Yeah. She needed a place to put her child yeah. and was in desperate need. They don't have, like, cable TV? (laughs) That'd be bad child care. And I want to say she said in there something about it's important for her to build her immunity and be in a community like that. And it was like, this is where we're at. Someone should tell that mom, we'll just give her a couple more years when you put her in public school. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why people are pushing for pre-K. Oh, yeah. They want to give up their kids from the get-go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's... To get back to the movie, that's where we're at. Vampiric. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the it's interesting in the movie, so the, because there's so few characters, like the juxtaposition between Robert Neville and Anna. Ah, that's your name. Anna. Anna. Um, 
So when Anna, now I'm going to use her name. Butterfly Girls was her name, but now it's Anna. I'm pretty sure it's Anna. Uh, you know, so they're, they're, they're arguing. And he says, how do you know that the, the survivor colony exists? And she says, and she's hesitant. Right? What? You know, what God told me. So she's got faith. Mm. She's, she prays. And he says, you're crazy. There is no God. Everyone's dead. Everyone you've ever known. Dead, 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 dead. But the whole movie, like the movie is set up. So now we're, we've come to this crisis moment in the movie. And everything we've seen so far, who's the crazy one? The Dark Seekers? No, Robert Neville's the crazy one. He's the one talking to mannequins. He's oh. the one shouting at Fred. Mm. You know, mm. like mm. he's the one flirting with the mannequin in the porn section. He's the crazy one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Anna's the sane one. Right. And Anna's the one who has faith. So, like, the movie itself is... Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Again, we don't know if it's on purpose because we don't know the director. But in the movie itself... Sanity and and hope and resurrection and restoration lie with faith. Within faith. Mm-hmm. Where hopelessness, depression, loss, dead, 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 lies with the science. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just even in, in the movie itself, there's those dichotomies. So I was and like, hey, I don't like Bill, but this movie's on, on the right track. Yeah. And you can see the two behaviors of the two sides. I mean, Anna, with faith, was very calm and kind of soft-spoken and just matter-of-fact, well, because God told me. God told me. And the rage, right. even in Neville. Yeah, good point, yeah. But especially in the the vampire or whatever, the dark seekers, mm-hmm. the rage. And then you see that even in our society today when Christians try to say, but you're killing babies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, drag queen story hour is evil. Yeah. And they turn into dark seekers. Yeah. Yeah. I and, also, okay. and they want to be in the dark. Oh, yeah. I've been talking to my kids a lot about that recently, about how we were just driving down the road after Bible study. It was like 830, and everything's dark, and all the businesses that are closed have lights on. Mm-hmm. And my kids in the, in the van said, Dad. Why do they have the lights on if they're closed? I said, because criminals don't like the light. Because <clears throat> if we're driving down the road and this business is being broken into and the lights are on, we can see. We, we, can, call, we can see what's happening and call the cops. Yeah. And if the lights are off, we don't know what's happening. And criminals do not like their, their evil deeds exposed by the light. <clears throat> and so we got to talk about sinners uh, and Jesus and Jesus is the light of the world. You know, I was like, well... Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so we had this opportunity to talk about this. And and that's true. Sinners don't like the light. Um, I'm not against going to the bar necessarily, but have you noticed like bars, windows aren't open? Like, like anytime mm-hmm. you go like go to Ting's and you won't be able to see outside. I don't think Ting's even has windows. Well, okay. <laughs> even better. <laughs> right? There's right. because people don't like their deeds being exposed. Yeah. We're, yeah, so, we talked about that with the kids going past Village Inn. It's like it got a casino in it. And... Right. Yeah, we're all dark seekers. We seek the dark. Hmm. That's who we are. Yeah. Apart from Christ. It's John one. Yes. Are you are you gonna read something? <clears throat> no, but the the theme of light. Yeah. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it. That's but right. you see that even when his dog went in, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, he he needed the light. And even it's interesting with Robert Neville how he's shielding the light. He's trying to put a yeah, well, bushel was, over his light, not letting it, it shine. It's just to, to see really quick and then. Yeah. And he's terrified of the dark. Because with the light on, you become a target. Yeah. And he didn't want to be a target. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. Because he'll. Tim Keller. Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he lets his light shine, he'll. He'll face, draw attention. Face the rage. He'll have to of fight. Yeah. Those who love darkness. Well, there's wisdom with that too. Um, we are we are to be a light that shines, you know. But Jesus does say, if you're being persecuted, go ahead and flee to the next mm-hmm. town, right? Sure. You, you don't seek purposely seek out martyrdom. So, um, if you're not in a position to fight like that, don't feel obligated to. But right, don't rush into that building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to make anybody listening to this feel guilty about not quote yeah. unquote fighting. Yeah. Well, maybe you're not called to yeah. at the moment. Sure. Just those themes, though, of light yes. and darkness, and well, even yeah, yeah it's it, themes. Themes are just inevitable. Yeah. I mean, even in this movie, when the dark seekers attack the house, who's the one fighting? The man. Mm-hmm. You know, he should have a shotgun. Well, a shotgun would have been great. Yeah. One thing, my an AR fifteen. I'm. I am. <laughs> I do not think AR fifteens are good at home defense. Yeah. You need a shotgun. <laughs> yep. He would have won. That's what they're. Sold for at home defense. I'm just not convinced that well, an AR-15 is better than a shotgun. Right, because when my daughter and I were watching it, it's like he doesn't know where Anna and the boy are. He's, He's just, just blasting. Bling, 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 bling. Yeah, that's right. Hey, and when you shoot a propane tank, that doesn't happen. Right. Mythbusters prove that. Yeah. Definitively. That's no fun. I know, but it's cool. It's cool to watch. Maybe it's it was really a... cool to watch when it blows half the house up. You know, it's like, you know. I hope Anna's not over there. Right. What's that explosive that they shoot that starts with a T? Tannerite? Yeah, maybe. Not that a... I know and have had any. Or... He probably had it in there. He probably yeah, had time it was to a go tan- home had some. Right. Tannerite attached to the propane tank. Yeah. So he yeah. shot the tannerite. Right. Tannerite blew up, which blew up the propane. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. And he you had that outside, is... too. So do you think his motives were good then, that he didn't just go around all day long, just like blown up buildings where the dark seekers were at? Well, in the movie, I'm sorry, in the book, rather than spending his days looking for a cure... Because he's not the colonel, he's not the medical scientist okay. in the book. He spends his days on a wood lathe making steaks. To stab through the vampire's and then he, hearts. And then he walks out of his house with a bag of steaks, and he goes house by house, and he kills them all during the day, and then burns their bodies, and then gets home before the sun sets. And in the book, they know where he lives. Yeah. And they're trying to get in every night. Yep. And some even lure him out by oh. disrobing. Because so they're actually, they're vampires, so they still look human. They're not repulsive. In they're the not repulsive, yeah. Book. And the lead uh, vampire is his best friend in the mm, book. Mm. So there's a whole lot of psychological play going on in the book, which is it's great to read and think about, and it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to talk about. But anyway, so in the book, he's at least, he spends his days just going yeah, whittling just, down a baseball bat yeah. to a stake. Yeah. And he does go house to house killing. And he, he does in the book in the movie too, because he's got his map out. Sure. And he's marking off all the residents and buildings he's been to. Which I right. was assuming he was killing, but maybe that's because I, I read the book. I think he was going to look for I mean the when he went when he for was food? doing that, he was going there and find medicine and Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he could have just hopped in like a tank or something and just gone to that bank where the dogs were at and just, you know, dropped them to the up. ground and 
expose them to the sun. And yeah, that's right. When there's apocalypse, I'm gonna find a tank. Yeah. I'm gonna drive it around. Right. It's I've seen I've seen people do it in the movies. I know how to drive a tank. <laughs> that's right. It's there's two levers. Both yeah. go forward. You go forward. And button to push missiles. Kaboom. Yep. Missiles. <laughs> I don't think tanks have missiles, but or whatever they're called. <laughs> Shells, uh, artillery shells. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a deacon yell at you here in a second. Big bullets. <laughs> clips? Does it shoot clips? Nice things that blow up. How many magazines <laughs> does your tank have? <laughs> ah, dang it. <sighs> All right, what else we got? Um, no, no, my last note was he needs a shotgun. Yeah. Well, I wasn't picking up on him being crazy, but I did, like... What one, do you mean? No, that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. I, I, I I saw it more as just like the longing for yeah relationship social interaction yeah, yeah like well yeah isolation drives you nuts yeah that's why it's a punishment and a torture right throwing a, a criminal in isolation is one of the worst punishments yeah and it, I don't know if uh, where this comes from I get it out of C S Lewis I guess then it must be right that hell is total isolation oh well he might be wrong. No, it's C.S. Lewis. Okay. You don't know. You don't no, know. I don't, and he doesn't either, but I don't think he's right. It's C.S. Lewis. I know. He's probably more right than I am in a lot of things. I thought that was my trump card, just saying C.S. Lewis. Yeah. <gasps> Greg. Ooh. Here's my humble card. You might be right. <laughs> well, I don't know. But just yeah. the, I mean, we're, Christianity, the essence of salvation is being part of a community. The Trinity yes. is yeah. community. So you would think the opposite would be isolation. Yeah. Separated from yep. yeah. the intended purpose, the telos. How much, and that movie kind of touches on this, and you have a hard time grasping it mm-hmm. because you're watching it with somebody. Right. We, we're in community so yeah. much. I think, I think we've talked about it before, just isolation. And, you know, when my wife and children go and visit Grandma and Grandpa without me, I'm like, I'm going to get so much done. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about this before? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we being redundant? Mm-hmm. And then I become super lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because without community, there's no impetus for action. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Which is yep. why young men need responsibility. They need yep. to be in community. And, wh- yeah, why God made families that way. Mm-hmm. Men need to provide, and women need to nurture and care. And mm-hmm. serve that way, yeah. You're right. Because I see that. I don't think my mom listens to this anymore. But I see that in my mom. Was it something I said? <laughs> I thought I've always well, honored your father and mother. We'll talk afterwards. Okay. I'll, I'll write that down. <laughs> no, but my mom was so busy for whatever, 60 years, kind of caring for my dad. Yeah. You know? And now he's gone. And it's like, uh. What do I do now? Yeah, what do you fill that void with? Mm-hmm. And you realize. When you were doing it, it's like, oh, what a what a burden to carry. But when it's gone, like when your family leaves to Florida, it's like, uh, I'm empty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then that, that hits me when I look at my kids and I'm like, oh, man, how are, how are, how are you getting so big? Yeah. Quit growing up. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Time goes yeah. by quick. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's depressing. No. Um, I, I thought for like a thousand days by yourself, he was... I mean, it must have been the military because he was clean shaven. He didn't look like Tom Hanks. He had some uh, discipline. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He certainly did. Yeah. yeah. You just saw that with his residence, the yeah. food organization. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That would be gorging. Oh, yeah. I'd be blowing stuff up. I think I get to a point where it's just like, 
<laughs> I mean, he had a task. You'd just be saving the liquor stores for last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd no, buy my tank. A so. small... I could drink that whistle pig without it. <laughs> a small thing. But I didn't notice this until I was reading up, studying on this <clears throat> to prepare for the episode. The adult section in the video store, he didn't use it. Right. And I thought that was interesting, you know? Yeah, more self-discipline. You, you would think a worldly man would be like, I'm going to just take the whole adult section home and just sit there all day. Every yeah. Day. Well, he's not 18. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting. That. Yeah, yeah. so he's he, a man, at least of conviction in, yes. his, in his word. And discipline. He, he said he was going to fix this. Yeah. And he spent a thousand and one days keeping right. his word, mm-hmm. trying to fix this. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I said I was going to do something. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't lose some form of hope. Or directive. Directive. Yeah. Right. Just kind of going. I mean, he did when Sam died. You can see, just see that. That was good. Yeah, he lost. Well, again, that goes back to isolation. Yeah. Now he's isolated. Now he's really there is no hope. <clears throat> yep. yep. Sam kind of. wondering why the deer that were running through town didn't eat his corn corn patch. I was wondering why he didn't shoot the lion. Like, you can eat lion and venison. <clears throat> like. Yeah, just, just do gotta, it. Gotta cook it good. Yeah, no, just just cook it and eat it, man. Yeah. Right. Again, if that was if that was me, I'd be shooting everything. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why not? Look, that window. I got still five ex- ARs. That window yeah. still exists. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> You're such a vandal. <laughs> Imagine how big your beard would be. <laughs> right. I like it. All right. You guys got anything else you want to say about? Uh, Bill Smith and I am legend. Mm. I gotta, I gotta make space here for our ratings and recommendations. It'd be interesting to think about why was it Bethel, Vermont? Yeah, it was in Vermont. There's why. Well, Back that's to the not founding where, of America, maybe. Did they land in the Vermont Pur- though? The Puritans? No, but that was New England. Yeah. Kind of. Where did they land? Plymouth, Massachusetts. Plymouth was yeah, where's Plymouth? Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. They were intended to land down in Virginia, but got blown off course. That happens. Yeah. By chance. You can't shepherd the wind. Yeah. You're talking about the Puritans, not the first people here. Yes. Because the first people here landed, according to that other project that's going on, I think. 1619? Yeah. Were they talking about Leif Erikson? (laughs) Yeah. They came in from Jamaica, man. Jamaica, man. I don't know. But there is a Bethel in Vermont. Is there really? Huh. Bethel's a well, that makes in sense. Windsor County, Vermont. Yeah. It's like Pella, Iowa. Of course Look at that. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. It looks like Madison County. Oh, okay. I don't know Madison County. Bridges huh. in Madison County. Oh, I'd say that looks like a bridge, but no. Yeah. Now I understand. I think that's Iowa, right? <laughs> oh, was it? Okay. I think it's Iowa because we okay. went. I saw a family. That, Jill had family that lived up there. And oh, okay. They were like, you guys got to do the Bridges of Madison County in the fall. Why? Because of Plenteous Wood? Yeah. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know. He's a man I know about his personal life a little bit it's Dude, like yeah, yeah well but the adulterous part of the movie that doesn't bother you yeah well, we'll talk about that in the next episode <laughs> of the hammer and pen hammer and pen i mean stories for glory hammer and pen is next week we gotta wait a whole week i've actually not seen the bridges of madison county really greg do you know how cute you are when you roll your eyes <laughs> <laughs> you it's, the your tea out. <laughs> it's the sweater it is that I is like a nice it. this is a J sweater. It's compl- it's a lot different. Well, I have V-neck T-shirts, 
but we can't find them anymore. And all mine are get they're yellow and have holes in them. Just falling apart. I'm just gonna keep wearing it though. Do you want, do you want this one? My undies too. Well, I was kind of wondering what you're so dressed up for. I think no, 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 you come in with. I your... don't think it would fit me. I'm not saying you're fat. I'm saying you're Dutch and bigger than me. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows who Jay is, except Jay himself and a few other people. I and mean, I don't know if he listens. Right. He's very. Right, se- I think is he's it, selective in which episode. Just the letter J, or is it J A Y? I don't it, know. It's the letter. Maybe. Maybe no. the How story, do you spell the letter? The story behind this is he wore it to church, and it was like a a mini skirt to him because it hung way down, and it was because we're big. not all the nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> so his wife said, "Here, try this." It was way too big for Jay. Well, I actually, I have a shirt too from them that was too small. So I've got one. But how tall are you? Six five. two? Six five? Yeah. Are you six kidding me? Six five, two fifty five ish. And Caleb, you're what, six two? Six two. I'm not saying my weight. You don't I have to. I think I have like ninety percent body fat. But so. <laughs> also not true. But Caleb, six two, has lost thirty pounds. So yeah. congratulations. Ooh, nice. The way. He's doing great. And here I am at five nine. <laughs> so I am a... I'm among giants. All right, let's do ratings and recommendations. Um, anybody want to start? Sure, I'll start. All right, Caleb. I will give it a B. A B, which is way better than the D minus you gave Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't give me some Patrick Swayze. Oh. You shut your mouth right now. Hmm. <laughs> At least if you're going to compare him to Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Pour me a drink, Greg. It's a, I mean, it was enjoy- I, I like the post-apocalyptic-themed movies. Yeah. I mean, The Road's like one that if I just have nothing going on, like, and everybody's asleep, it's like, I think Which I'm going to watch The Road. free on Tubi right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always free somewhere, and it just... <laughs> that should yeah. say something about I have the book, book too. Anyway, <laughs> if you guys want to borrow it. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, it's a, it's a read it tonight. I guess I could maybe read it next time instead of watching it, because it reads about the same... You could probably you can keep up. I bet. I bet right. you can keep up. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was enjoyable. I mean, some of the themes seem pretty obvious. I, like, I mean, talk, talking through it, I didn't see a lot of what you saw, but you could see Robert as the Christ figure and a lot of. I don't know. It, just, it, just, it was an enjoyable movie. Uh, are we doing record like kids stuff? Too? Would you let your kids see it? Miles wanted to. I just. How old is he? Twelve. He'll be twelve in July. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Definitely not the younger ones. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I think it's some of the. Yeah, it's it's on borderline horror at times with the dark seekers. You know, there's a lot of jump scares. Yeah, like stuff that you. Oh, even I was getting like a little nervous, and I'd seen it before. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. Was Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Five out of seven Shrek movies. Five out of seven Shreks. Yeah. I don't have that no, much room on my page here. It's fun. It's is a yeah fun movie to watch. Um, shoot, what were you saying about it? I was gonna say something. Uh. uh, uh I didn't want to cut you off, so oh. I waited. About the kids. 11-year-olds watching it? Uh, no, I... Jump scares. Well, I'd, let my, I'd let my kids watch it. Because my youngest You'd is... let a four-year-old watch it? Oh. <laughs> your kids presently. Yeah, they're old. Um, yeah, you, your youngest. Yeah. 
the themes. No, I, I I'm glad you pointed out the the Bethel Vermont and a man mm-hmm. tries saves the world through his blood. That was good. Shoot, I don't remember what you were saying, but anyhow. Well, let me talk a minute, and then okay. you can <clears throat> you think about it. Put your head with your eyes closed and your head down. <laughs> Do I raise my hand? I see that hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd give it a seven out of ten. I think the the themes come too late. You know, it, a lot of the movies just built up on tension and jump scares, but then the themes come together just just too late at the end of the movie. Um, I wouldn't let my kids see it. I think I've got one kid who could watch this and go to bed that night, but my others, no. It, it's not my oldest. My oldest couldn't watch this. Um, yeah. So it is a, a post-apocalyptic horror movie. It's kind of like a, the quiet, quiet place. Is that what yeah. it's called? Right. The one. The here. The. Yeah. yeah. The quiet place. A quiet place. A quiet place. A quiet place. Whereas there's nothing like it's not super gory. Mm-hmm. There's not. There's no sex scenes. There's not a lot of profanity at all. Mm-hmm. But just the tenseness, the monsters, the unknown. Part of the fear of the movie is the unknown. What's in the dark? What's over there? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? And uh, my kids, I don't think, are ready for that kind of thing. So I wouldn't recommend it for children. But if your kids are teenagers and mm-hmm. they can really disassociate what's on the screen from real life, then, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it would give you plenty of opportunities to talk about ethics and morals. and Like mm-hmm. we've talked about symbols and images and themes here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. I own it, so if that counts for anything. All right, did you think of it? Yes. All right. You said watching apocalyptic, like dystopian type movies is interesting to you. And I think that would be an open line episode. Why? What? Because you see it in the 50s, and then you see a reprisal of it. The Day of the uh, Triffids? These days. You know... Right. It's huge. Walking Dead. Um, yeah. It's a very big theme these days. And why that's, you know, the road. Yeah. All those movies. Why that's. Uh, well, the road's a pick me up. No, it's not. Yeah. No, that's not. an encouragement. You need to pick me up. You watch the road. <laughs> well, The Day After Tomorrow. Have you guys seen that one? Uh-huh. It's a Roland Emmerich movie. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Uh-huh. It's a. You haven't seen it? Oh, the new one? The day after tomorrow, because there's like a it's not 50s like, or 60s. One. It's not like a bunch of like. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal would not be in a 50s movie, right? Oh, John Cusack is John Cusack in it? No, that's 2012. Okay. No, skip that one. That one sucked. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, the day after tomorrow is just a whole lot of fun. I like that one. <laughs> day after tomorrow. Yeah, is that with the uh, Aztec? No, that's 2012. Oh. Quit it! You're confusing <laughs> movies. Oh. Uh, Roland Emmerich is the director who did uh, Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. He did Independence Day with Bill. And Randy Quaid. Yeah. And Randy yeah. Quaid. Can't forget <laughs> I mean, it's basically He is Red Pill. Come he on. Is. That's basically 2012. Would you quit it? It was first and it was better. You'll remember this. Let me see. Remember the... No. Oh, 2012 has Dennis Quaid in it. Randy's brother. What's a... Is that the one with the... the... Storm cells and yes. everything freezes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And they're stuck so, in the library. That's in New Dennis York City. Quaid in that one, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. 
Yeah, Randy's brother. And Jake. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Wasn't he in Brokeback Mountain? Would you quit it? <laughs> <laughs> but like 2012. No. Also Dang st- it, you made uh, me do it. Also the new Patrick Swayze. <laughs> what if, yeah, that's right. All right, end of the episode. <laughs> did you just put Patrick Swayze in Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> Greg did. I know where you live. <laughs> what was I saying? The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, that's like a, a fun movie that I could just watch. Yeah. Over and over. Because it's just so much fun. I'll have to watch it then. I don't yeah. think I've actually seen it. I really like that one. I think it, the reason I had to watch like it the was end of the world of kind of. Like, oh, oh no, it's like 2012. I like John Cusack, but not that movie. He was a good Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. Did you guys see that one? No. Mm-mm. Dang it. Greenland is another end of the world one. That's the name of the movie, Greenland. I, tend to I think like, it's pronounced. I tend Greenland. to like the ones where Greenland. it's like people are killing each other, like Oregon. Like Children of Men. Have you seen Children of Men? That's a good. One. No. Yeah, we should watch more end of the world type movies and or I guess but, open wine. We could just talk about yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll but write it down in the notes. Yeah. I'll write it down in my notes. Oh, this well, pen good. and paper yeah. thing. Somebody's got to take notes. Well, let's pick it. Let's pick one for a couple weeks out. All right, another one. Yeah, part two. Part we two. Can. Part two. Part two. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about I? This went. This was more fruitful than I thought it would be. Yeah. With I Am Legend, so thank you for our listener. Uh, for recommending this and suggesting it for the show. The son of somebody. <laughs> yep. He was the son of someone, just like we all are. Yep. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to the Stories for Glory, and we'll see you on the next episode. And thank your dad for the sweater. Are we... Uh, next episode, we're talking about magic in movies, magic in storytelling, magic in literature. Magic, yep. Magic. Proper can... Johnson. People... AIDS. Can man, even in story, use magic? Yep. Magic. And Harry Dresden. And Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain. Would you st- <laughs> stay off That's the That's magical. No, you mean Patrick Swayze. Would you? Because <laughs> his final film. The show's officially canceled. I cannot host with these. Died of gentlemen. smoking too many cigarettes. Died of Who AIDS. Did? Patrick Swayze. He died of colon cancer. He, he smoked 70 cigarettes a day while he was. Under, I read this about it on his Wikipedia page. I was really? Like, You're an idiot. He looked wow. that good? <laughs> he did. <laughs> he looked good, but yeah, he had money, to, I'm sure, to look good. But it's like, wow. you have stage four colon cancer and you you can't stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah, wow. my dad didn't either. When I, smoke a, when, I, when I smoke a cigar, I feel like I'm going to have colon cancer the next well, morning. A cigar's a lot different than a cigarette, huh. isn't it? I guess I don't know. I've never smoked the a cigar. The tobacco hits my bloodstream the same way. It's just huh. like, oh. Is it like a cup of coffee, though? You just kind of get used to it? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Well, I, I don't <laughs> smoke that many cigars, but... <laughs> uh, on another episode of the stories. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And if you like Patrick Swayze, share this episode. <laughs> Proverbs 25.2 It is the glory of God to conceal a matter but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Thank you for listening to the Stories for Glory podcast, where the glory of God is revealed in the stories of man. If you're interested in what we are doing, subscribe and share. If you'd like to contribute with your questions or recommendations, you can email us at storiesforglory at protonmail.com.